0: happy memorial day you know what to say to that do you hope you guys are having a great weekend just a note about memorial day before we get started you know sometimes i think we get confused memorial day veterans day july 4th like what what which one is which and how do we honor and how do we appropriate and so memorial day is where we honor and recognize those who have given their lives in military service so we can have freedom right it's people who have died in service and so uh, we never want to lose sight of that that people's sacrifice is what gives us freedom you know, we never want to lose sight of that. Everything we get to enjoy today, you know, coming together to worship, the opportunity to be here, opportunity for you to go do the things you're going to do. Maybe if you, maybe you're off work and you get to go to the lake or maybe you're hanging out in your back deck or something like that. The opportunities we have are because people lost their lives and not just... Last year, hundreds of years ago, there are people right now in harm's way in different places around the world, and they are in harm's way for our freedom and for our safety. And so we never want to lose sight of the price of freedom, because the further we get from it, sometimes we can tend to forget. And so we always want to remember that. So what I would love to do is just to take a moment just to pray for those families and for those that have, and be grateful to God for those who have given their lives so that we could have freedom. So let's bow our heads and pray together. God we just say thank you that we live in this country where we have the freedom to worship that people all around the globe are persecuted uh, for worshiping they don't have the freedom the opportunity to gather that they meet in secret but that we have freedom to gather and worship God and so we're just grateful thank you for those who sacrificed the ultimate sacrifice the heroes of our nation's story who gave their lives for us to be able to have freedom God thank you for their courage and their sacrifice. We just ask you to embolden their families today. God, you would just breathe life into their families, that you would help them uh just to bring peace and hope and comfort to their families today. And God, that we would never forget, Lord, what the price of freedom and even for the price of our Spiritual freedom that came through Jesus and His death for us and His resurrection so that we could have life. And Lord, that we would always celebrate that. It would be new to us every single time we gather. Lord, we love you. We pray for this time as we hear your words, as we're challenged. God, as we see bigger things, we see beyond this current day into the future. We see beyond our life into the legacy that we'll leave. We just pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much. Well, we are finishing up Equip. Anybody glad for that? If you haven't been here, we have been in Equip for quite a while. And today we are landing the plane, we are turning the corner, we can see the finish line, we are rounding third base with Equip. And so we have been in this with a lot of intensity and intentionality over the last 10 weeks. And so just to talk about like why Equip? Like why would we do Equip? Why would we take 10 weeks of of our stage time preaching and teaching to talk about Equip? Why would we have over 300 people going through a small group experience surrounding Equip? Why would we offer it every night of the week? Why would we train leaders for it? Like, why do all that? And the answer is very simple. The simple answer is multiplication. The simple answer is this word: multiplication. Multiplication is better than addition. Multiplication is better than subtraction. It's easier than division. Remember that, don't you? We are about multiplication. So equip is about multiplication. You know, Jesus gave us the great commission. Before he went back into heaven, he gave the church the Great Commission. And I love this translation of the Great Commission. Jesus said it like this. He said, God authorized and commanded me to commission you. Go out and train everyone you meet far and near in this way of life, marking them by baptism in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Instruct them in the practice of all that I've commanded you. And I will be with you as you do this day after day after day right up to the end of the age. like This is the great commission that we've been given. We see this multiplication effect happen, as he says, day after day after day, as this message continues to move around the world. We're, we're about multiplication. Now our vision for our church, and what we want to be about, what we want to be known for, is we want to be the greatest disciple in church of our generation. Like we want to recapture discipleship, what that looks like and what that means. And I want to pack a little bit of that in a minute. We want to recapture it for the church because it is the greatest method for multiplication. We believe that discipleship is the most efficient and effective strategy for multiplication. We believe that discipleship is the most efficient and effective strategy for multiplying this movement. And this is why Jesus gave us the Great Commission. It is the brilliance of the Great Commission. As you look at movements around the world, if you were to study them at all, and I love to study movements, the movements happen when the message is placed in the hands of everyday ordinary people. That is how the movements happen. So that so that what, what Jesus did when he gave us this great commission is he placed into your hands and into my hands, just everyday, ordinary, normal people, this message of the movement. And if it's people or disciples, as they begin to know Jesus, their life is different. Like many of you have begun to follow Christ, and you know, you came alive. You found your purpose. And you found some healing from some brokenness in your past. You found some restoration that was necessary. Many of you have been released from addiction. Some of you have found you know, healing in your marriage as you began to follow Jesus, as you began to be discipled, as you began to look more and more like him. This is what happened in your life. And as we learn what it means to multiply, we will actually leave behind everything we want to leave behind. Like in your life, if you have any ideas about your future, if you have any ideas of what happens after you die, like what you want to leave behind, this is the way that you leave behind something worth multiplying. Like how many parents do we have in the room? Like a lot, right? A lot. And a lot of you are here because it's free childcare for an hour and you're tired of your kids, but, um, cause school's only been out a few days, but, but, uh, and that's fine. But, but listen, you want to leave behind something in your kids. When, when they get, and when I talk about kids, I always start crying, like when, when you, when they grow up and get jobs and they move on, there comes that time when you're older and you don't feel like you have influence, you want to leave behind something in their life that's going to matter, something that's going to help them, something that's going to give them a foundation and, and direction in life, and this is, this is how you do it. For people that are close to you, your friends, people that you meet, this is how you leave behind the legacy that you want to leave behind, you In the Great Commission, what Jesus did was he mobilized us to create lasting change in the world. Not temporary change, not just a book club or a dinner club, not just going and feeding hungry people and then leaving. He gave us this ability to be mobilized to create lasting and eternal change in the lives of people. And this is the kind of church we want to be. And I believe it's the kind of person you want to be. I believe you want to be able to leave behind that kind of change in people's lives, so that you know they were different because of your life. So we're just going to unpack what does this multiplication look like, and how can I how can I multiply my life in the life of other people? So let's grab our Bibles. We're going to be in the book of Matthew today, Matthew chapter sixteen, verse. Start out in verse thirteen. You can always grab a paperback, turn in your app, or on you know a Bible app if you have it. Um, Matthew chapter sixteen. We're just going to look at verse thirteen down through verse um, eighteen, I believe. Matthew chapter sixteen, verse thirteen, and so so as we.